I'm Jason Klom, and this is the Comedy on Vinyl podcast. Hi, everybody. It's Jason Klom with the Comedy on Vinyl podcast. I don't know the year of this album. Please don't hate me. Uh, my The artist is Tubby Boots. The album is Goes Topless, and my guest is Jenny Zagrino. Thank Hello. you very much. So, you picked a crazy album, uh, and that's that. I did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, my God. You picked, like, it's it's one of those, oops, and I've been listening to a comedy album a day for the whole year now, uh-huh. uh, and um, even though I'm a little bit behind, you do hear there are these these artists who do kind of street jokes. It's very street. It's, it's v- very borscht. Belt Street, like uh-huh. I'm here to be funny. Like, now, but this seems like this is one that you didn't pick because it was necessarily an influence, but you found it in a estate sale. You said so. I <laughs> yeah, I like I love to go to estate sales, and I love to like I have I love antiques, I love old shit. So, oh, can I swear on this podcast? Oh, yeah, okay, great. Absolutely. So, um, I remember I was going through this Dead Woman's Records, <laughs> and I saw the cover, and I was like, what mm-hmm. the hell is it's this? Ins- Insane. It's a crazy, especially of that time uh-huh. to like see that. Uh huh. And I was like, "This is crazy." Mm-hmm. So I picked it up, and it um, the copy I have is autographed to the woman that died. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't have a record player for years, mm-hmm. so I just had it, you're just sitting there. Yeah, like you sometimes <laughs> you see those things, and you're like, "One day." Of course. And then I got a record player, and I listened to it, and I was just like, "This is so." Uh, it's just, <laughs> it's. An interesting um, piece of comedy history. Yes, yes. Okay, I will, I will agree with that. Yes, 100%. I am not influenced by it. <laughs> right, right. Except <laughs> that it is a ridiculous, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the forgotten soldiers of comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and uh, that is actually is super important. It's one of those things where we did, like. I one time I went. There's a gentleman named Jeff Abraham who's a publicist. Yeah, and I went to his place. And the man has 5,000 comedy records, and a number of them are local, kind of like Tubby Boots style. And he's yeah. like, let's listen to some selections. And I would say 99% of them are horrible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as far as, like, these are not, like, polished, but they'd also, they had been doing the circuit forever. Yeah. So you kind of got to respect they kept going, at the very least. Well, it's also, like, because I'm from, I started in Boston, mm-hmm. and, you know, we have a... A lot of those comics who are like not great, uh-huh. but on the circuit sure. and just doing it over and over mm-hmm. and over again, mm-hmm. and you admire the chutzpah. Of course, you do of them. And then also, Tubby Boots is like, I think um, he he's Jewish, right? He uh-huh. was Jewish. He did a lot of Jewish jokes. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm pretty sure he was a uh, closeted homosexual. I was wondering that myself. I'm pretty sure because I think I did some research on him. Okay. When I first did it, and he he's definitely, he definitely was, and, um, or like, he was a little more free or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. I think I think he's interesting. And then like, I don't know, just the cover and and <laughs> like what he, just from like the research I've done. Mm-hmm. He seems like he should have been on like that vaudeville burlesque. Mm-hmm. He's like a burlesque guy. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, uh, I feel like we should describe the cover. Tubby Boots, uh, who, uh, if I'm not mistaken, his parents were in. Like uh, he's a yeah. He's a very large man, and he's wearing a Roman helmet and uh, very large pasties to yes. cover his very large man breasts. He's very large man titties. Uh-huh. Um, and, and he has like those. Um, 
He has a tan line where he's clearly he been wearing a bra. Absolutely does. Uh, why that didn't occur to me until just now? That's like, amazing. He's clearly been wearing a bra and sunbathing. Yeah. Um, and he's got all these star uh, tassels, mm-hmm. and then he has this incredible uh, mal- uh What is it called? Moose hoof. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is that what you call it? That's one of yeah that that moose knuckle. Moose knuckle, also, incredible. Yeah. Uh huh. Like it's like a ne- an extra butt on the front. <laughs> Like, if you, like, okay, look, I'm going to cover his top. Doesn't just look like a butt? <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <clears throat> you're yeah. not wrong. And they're purple shorts, and I, don't, I forget there's, like, a some kind of weird thing on it. I know if I saw this at an estate sale, I would, I, I would hate myself if I didn't buy it. Yeah. To at least find out. Also, guys, it's for the mature-minded adults. That is... Too good. That is good to get. That's yeah. In, mind. in case yeah. you didn't know. Yeah, because it's it's a lot of uh, a colored fella did this. This Jap did that. Like it's <laughs> like whoa, <laughs> holy shit! Like you, I feel like it's worth listening to these if you want to know what like I don't want to say small time, but like local comics were like, you know, local, and then also just in general, like what. I mean, that stuff was considered funny back then. Sure. Like, I mean, he's getting laughs. You know. Yeah, he gets cons- he gets. Consistent. I'm not going to say yeah. it was like a, wow. <laughs> he was the Dave Chappelle of his time. Right, right. It was consistent. And a second ago, we were actually talking about Rusty Warren, and I've actually heard Rusty Warren do jokes similar to what I've heard here, but she has a little more maybe panache, maybe a little more. So he's, he's, he's not rough, though. There's something about his delivery that is charming, and I don't know what that is. I think I think he just kind of has that, um, that his the his speech patterns are just like, you know, very like, ha, listen, boys. <laughs> yeah, this woman, she came up to me and she said, uh, nobody will fuck me. I'm just an ugly bitch. And I said, well, maybe you should turn around and try something. What, what? It's just yeah, like... yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he gets, he gets uh, pretty, pretty vile. Uh, but he also does this weird thing in between jokes, I noticed, where it's like he does these old, sh- his shtick is like saying, oh, I got a crazy life. And then. The next joke has nothing to do with his life at all. It's just another street joke. Yeah. It's this weird, like, not not an ounce of, like, he didn't doesn't seem to be trying in, in terms of that. Like, no. Where something that somebody like yourself, like, you could hear that when you're young. But if you hear that, I don't even think as, as a young person, like, a, like just starting out, would you be like, oh, well, maybe, maybe there's something here I could learn from. I don't think anybody now, right? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really wish there was a way to, like, so people could see photo like this like look at this this photo is he's wearing oh my god he's wearing like a whole cheetah mm-hmm. <laughs> like a like a whole <laughs> cheetah the thickest glasses you've ever seen yeah and his hair is blonde like blonde 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 mm-hmm. um with bangs like this guy uh, <laughs> they this guy exists in silver lake somewhere yeah right absolutely he, he does. yeah there's no doubt about it do you uh, are there other albums like this that you've found and been intrigued by and also then gotten the opportunity to listen to um i like i just like uh to be able to like collect old um comedy albums and then i what i do is i get them and then i'm like okay i'm gonna listen to it and then i just listen to one record Mm -hmm. (laughs) over and over again so right now um i've been listening to uh um i started buying up more prince albums mm-hmm. after he died so i've just been focusing on that okay and then like i'll put on um what I'll, i have like um a woody allen record that i would like put on in the background sure. um still conflicted 
Uh huh. Yeah, it's real. Really, hard. we shouldn't be. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's not Bill Cosby, but it's not not Bill Cosby. Yeah, you're you like, Ugh. oh, I got rid of my Bill Cosby record. Yeah, yeah. No, my, my wife wants me to do the same. I'm trying to come up. Either I get rid of them, or I do a really upsetting art piece with them, and I've considered a really upsetting art piece. I mean, it's that whole thing of like, do you judge the artist on their art or who they're as a person? Right, right. Yeah. Well, and I mean, he's a, a horrible person who should die yeah um yeah yep but he was funny he was absolutely very (laughs) funny he was very funny no there's there's no doubt about it but then you then your brain's like oh well that that same person was doing this stuff as they're telling these amazing jokes and it's like oh well then i guess they're infecting me like that's how i feel i feel so infected by it and i don't like whereas at the same time you know fuck it if tubby boots wants to tell his dumb racist shit for like an hour i'll take that over that you know like uh, you know at least admit to me what kind of a crazy person you are and also like i think it's interesting too like with these older comedy albums is do you judge like do you judge what was normal at the time like those racist jokes Uh against what we say now like Mm. for example blazing saddles sure funniest movie ever made yep could never be made now right right you know but uh you know it's it's it's, this is a a weird time for comedy it is because times like like when it's times like this it should be the most the best time for comedy like when the 80s had the boom Mm -hmm. and reagan and stuff and it was just like that was the time but now it's like this should be the great time for boom, and then it also, but also has this thing of like, but don't bother anybody. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you do? Does that, does that pressure come down on you as a as a comedian? You think? Sometimes it. I mean, sometimes it's like. Sometimes it's just like that, that knee jerk like, oh, I want to do this. Don't mm-hmm. tell me what to do. Sure. And then you're like, well, I mean, it'll probably make me a better writer if i'm not going for that easiest thing like sure like for um i when i first started like if you were to look at what i did year one and two i did jokes about homeless people mm-hmm. i did jokes about um did i do anything really that terrible i mean i think i just kind of did like that oh like that you know that classic like at least i don't have herpes or like right, whatever right, right. that yeah, yeah, thing yeah. is and now i'm like man that's so stupid like that is stupid and there is no there's no reason you should bring um some like someone like the whole like oh he's like a homeless person or anything like that because Mm -hmm. it's you know they can't defend themselves it's disparaging or like you know just uh making fun of someone or a group of people for something they can't control or whatever it is so now i try to stay from that and i think that for a lot of people, maybe they haven't come to that conclusion themselves. Mm-hmm. So having people tell them that makes them like, oh, sure. but I'm going to do it. Oh, yeah. No, I've gone through that. I completely get that, too. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. You can't that. tell me what I'm supposed to not say. <laughs> right, yeah. And then and then they come to it and they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. And it's like, especially if it's somebody like me who like I used to, well, no, I still do. But like the thing I used to concentrate on was like writing satire. And yeah. like, so I can hide behind, oh, it's ironic. No, no, yeah. no, you can hide by behind that real easy, and then I would just be, oh no, you have to kind of be really careful with what's actually, because then then nobody knows it. What you, if you mean what you're saying, it becomes problematic, and like, you know, it's not the same as censorship. I mean, yeah. you know, but I I, I do understand that's got to be a pain in the ass, especially when you're performing in front of an audience of people. 
Does it come from the audience, or does it come from other comics that you think you, you get most of that kind of feedback? Like, don't do this joke. I'm definitely the audience. The audience yeah. will shut down right away. Yeah? Okay. Um, and even yesterday, I was working out some jokes about trolls, uh-huh. and I was just repeating things that were said, yeah. have been said to me, that are awful. Mm-hmm. And even in that, people were like, ooh, really? I don't want to hear that. And it's- That's weird. It's hard, because then it's like, well- well, it's like, well, but I'm just telling you something that someone said to me. Sure, yeah. And you're still bothered by it. Yeah. But is it a bother of like they're offended or is it just like the word, hearing mm-hmm. that word is like, is more, uh, my friend says, it, it more incites empathy versus like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, how dare you? Right. They're just like, oh. Yeah, right, someone right. Someone said that to her. <laughs> I mean, it's all about context. It is weird to me if somebody would be that offended if. You're trying to tell the whole point of this is like you're trying to tell your story or at least a version of your life, you know? Yeah. That's interesting to me. I mean, also, too, though, with the older comedy albums, they're (laughs) not doing the the telling their life. No, uh, that was my next thing is like Tubby Boots is not Uh, like there are one or two things where it's like call it in a Jap and you know, (laughs) and then a Jew and Uh and you're like, and then I also do wonder. Yeah. Me and my wife does does doesn't totally ring entirely oh, yeah. well yeah to, i'm like you, know, you know, like, no one's touching you <laughs> no one's fucking you come on the, we- the weirdest thing to me is he from lo- okay so here's here, so i tried to research him yeah the only place i found like an extensive article was on wikipedia in german german yes. wikipedia it's not on on english language like wikipedia it's like okay cool i'll translate it there are a bunch of mistakes on it not to say i mean not just translation mistakes but some weird editing things but also, his supposedly his mentor was Lord Buckley. Now, have you heard Lord Buckley's work? No. A genius, a genius, a, like a voice switcher and like a beat poet and like a, just an insane. Not this at all. Lord Buckley. Lord Buckley, definitely worth listening to. I actually don't know why I don't own any of his albums, but they're very easy to find. Like you can go to Atomic on Magnolia right now, and I know they've got at least two of them. Is his is his first name Lord? Uh, that's what he calls himself. He went by Lord Buckley. Uh, and fascinating, like very interesting. Not necessary. Not always. N- not immediately. Definitely not as let's say as accessible as Tubby Boots. Tubby Boots is like. <laughs> Setup punch. I like literal setup punch. Like, here's this thing that, that I was in a cab the other day, and this colored fella did da 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 da. Sorry, I just keep saying it because the stuff stands I know, out. When I you know, hear the words, just, you can't. You know, you, because you, the, <laughs> the other ones sound. You can't say the other ones. They're just real bad. Oh yeah, no, they're rough. Lord they're they're Buckley. real. Lord, Lord Richard Buckley. Yeah, he's definitely worth listening to. He's brilliant, very brilliant, and it's just shocking to me that this man who did the hipster like the, that hipster in that that terms uh in those terms of the 50s the hipster version of um oh my god what is uh julius caesar's speech uh so he does his hipster version of it and it's beautiful like five minutes of just hipster speak and he's this artist and that he is tubby boots's supposed mentor blows my mind maybe you're not that's like saying (laughs) picasso was a mentor to you know, uh, now I can't think. I can't shit on any other. Yeah, art. but you know, but you know I what could, I'm saying? Like, look, I shook Dave Chappelle's right, hand at a show one time, and I could be like, Dave Chappelle mentored, mentored me. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It's absolutely true. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, uh, back then, I mean, if, uh, we talk so much about self promotion now, and and uh, I would imagine that it was much more important to yeah. you know be like, yeah, no, this this guy, this guy. Although Lord Buckley. Still kind of like an underground name, so it's weird to pick that. It's very strange to me. I can't figure it out. I mean, look, he's, he's was he in New York? I think he was New York. Again, there's so Tubbs. little information there about is, him. 
tubs. Online. Come on. It's such a small comic. Like, that's what the trouble. Like, if I find any of these other people, all I find is, like, one local article about them. Yeah. And maybe something is like, oh, and they're survived by their blah 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 and, and that person is dead, too. So I mean, no... he was the premier dirty comic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> this sounds like it's supposed to be a party record, and I would imagine that was the appeal. Um, so what would a, a party record just be, like, a common record you put on at a party? Yeah. Yeah, which is something I kind of want to do again to and see if it would work. And everyone just sit around and listen to it? Yeah, but I don't think anybody today would have the patience. No, I mean, I, I, I feel bad. Sometimes I even have little patience for, like, yeah. listening to records. Sure. To records, like, the old, to old comedy, because mm-hmm. I still love it. Like, um, I have the, uh, I have uh, Mel Brooks and Carl Rainer's 2,000-Year-Old uh, Man, mm-hmm. which is, I, do, I really love putting that on. Not necessarily that the jokes, I'm like, these are hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, I know they're funny. Sure. It's not my style of humor. But I think I just get, like, a really warm, like, excited feeling sure. when I listen to that stuff. I'm I appreciate like, that, yeah. Yeah, where it's like, oh, this brings back memories I don't have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this brings back nostalgia <laughs> I didn't exist in. <laughs> but I like it. Yeah. No, I can appreciate that. Yeah. But then, there, yeah. I, I, yeah, so the, a lot of the party records, though, were super filthy. Because I think they yeah. were just like, you know, you could, I don't know if they were meant, honestly, to be in the background and like, oh, did he just say a filthy word? And that stands out. I don't know. Yeah. Who was, okay, so, um, oh my gosh, what was there? I always saw these party records at Amoeba. Mm-hmm. And there's this one particular comedian. I can't for, remember his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was Dolomite. Oh my God. Uh, yep. Yeah, good question. Hold on. And I he has the mm-hmm. fun, the most fun names for his albums. And they're just like pictures of him, like with a naked lady, like yep. eating pussy. <laughs> yep, yep. I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, give me one second, because my first thought was uh, only because of the name. There. Oh wait, there. Rudy Raymore. There yeah. we go. Rudy Raymore. Yes. And I forget often that he was Dolomite. But yeah, those <laughs> albums are the filthiest covers. The filthiest with yeah, it's naked just like ladies a bunch of naked and like, ladies yep. eating a pussy, and yep. I'm like, oh, good. literally there this one's called what a big piece of meat that's the name of it (laughs) the rudy raymore album eat out more often is the name of it it's just so and i haven't listened to them i've never but that's a hundred percent a party album like late in the game too that is so see that's to me is like if like okay if my friends and i go out and we see um i'm trying to think like we see sarah silverman Mm -hmm, right and mm -hmm. she's you know talks a lot about vagina sure i don't know if it would be considered like that kind of dirty but it's dirty but then I feel like then to me to like have a bunch of friends over and just be like, let's listen to this filthy album about eating pussy. Mm-hmm. I'd just be like, this yeah. is weird for yeah, everybody, right? Yeah, it'd be super right? weird, right? And I, I, maybe it's just like, <clears throat> normally we'll sit around and we'll listen to Bob Newhart, but like, let's let's be a little dangerous. Maybe, yeah. maybe we're used to d- dangerous being everywhere. I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. I feel like, um, and it, it's like... It's almost it's it's a it's a different kind of of filthy mm-hmm. too. That <laughs> while well, I appreciate it, it's still also like tons of like sexism and yep. misogyny in it. Yep. Which I as if it was me like I look at it with my modern eyes and I'm sitting there listening to that with a bunch of people, I'd be like, What the fuck is this? Of course, of course. But back then women are like, Ooh <laughs> Right, 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 right. I wish my husband would try that on me. <laughs> <laughs> when he's not working late at the office or what or whatever it is sure but. yeah i mean there there's one of those things i was talking to my wife about after i listened to it was just like saying it's obvious that the 
most of these comics, they're not, well, at least it's obvious to me. It wasn't obvious to her that most of these comics are not giant racist, giant bigots, but like they know it's going to get the fucking laughs because they know their audience is, well, quite possibly bigoted and they know they're going to laugh no matter what. Like, and they're drunk as fuck. So they know the easy laughs, which is like, it just, that's what's weird to me. Maybe because I'm too used to like being up my own ass about talking about comedy, but like, I don't know. Maybe that is too high minded about it. Uh, If, in, in perspective. I have a cat who won't stop me. Oh, I love that cat. I feel like, okay, so someone like Tubby Boots, mm-hmm. right, who clearly closeted mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in that uh, burlesque vaudeville world, you know, I'm sure that there was, he was much more accepting mm-hmm. and nicer to women than the things he would say on stage. Sure. Or, and especially there was probably a whole other world of, you know, of, uh, homosexuality and drag and trans and like all this stuff that you know existed but it was just so undercover and so yeah yeah secretive so i mean if he was in that world clearly he has to like completely change who he is to like be on stage at like Mm -hmm. you know in the cat skills yeah entertaining a bunch of like dinner party Mm -hmm. like late night uh you know cohen's and levies right 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 who are just like (laughs) What? What did he say? <laughs> Who's this fat woman on stage? <laughs> yeah, I, I do have to wonder if anybody was thrown because he's a little androgynous. He's pretty androgynous until he starts speaking. He's wearing a giant cheetah. He's wearing a in giant one. cheetah. It's in that pretty photo. clear. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's where pretty... this guy is. <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, what was that actor? Because I was on Hollywood Squares and he was clearly just mm-hmm. the gayest uncle. Oh, oh, uh, oh my God. People are going to hate me because it's not Charles Nelson Riley. It is the other one. And that sounds really And he homophobic. had that really high pitched <laughs> voice mm-hmm. and he talked like this. Like, yep. Uh, oh my God. Why? He, of course, I'm on the spot and I can't remember. I, is there, I wonder if there's like any kind of like, like, <laughs> I would love to see like a documentary or something about like, mm-hmm. you know, like almost like the. <laughs> The gays we allowed to be to <laughs> exist on TV. I know or it's fascinating. In like right? the fifties and sixties, because it, clearly that was stereotype. Mm-hmm. But it was like everyone was just like, oh, they're just weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> they're just a bachelor. I know Paul Lind, by the way, that's Paul his Lind. name. It was. I had to look it up, but yeah, him and Charles Nelson Riley, <clears throat> which is why I said the other one, is because they're the only two guys who are like <laughs> clearly gay. Yeah, and like not hiding it. Uh, but also like you couldn't say it outright, I guess. Yeah, you just had to like little shifty up. eye and be like, Ey. it's so fucked up. That's like the thing too with mo- like with mom's Maybelline, where you mm-hmm. know who she was backstage, mm-hmm. and like everyone knew they're just like, oh yeah, that's just she's mom, quote unquote, right? But we all know that she's you know loving ladies out there right you know and i it's so funny as you bring that up now and i had kind of forgotten that piece of information which uh, sheds a little light onto the next few albums i actually have to listen to so that'll be fun which ones are you gonna listen to uh well i'm only listening to women comedians for march because it's women's history month although i'm realizing i'm an asshole because that's burning through most of my female comedians yeah i don't i'm not i don't like it so i'm gonna run to atomic and amoeba and grab some more because i need more um, I can't remember which. I only have two of hers, and actually, I should just get more. Is what I need to do. I think I have one of hers again. One of those ones where I'm like, I have it, uh huh, and then I just haven't like gotten around to listening to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I also don't. I also want to like sit and really like listen to them. Because yep. like I like listening to it and then analyzing the jokes and like why that was funny and mm-hmm. how that hit, and um, 
just like s- more studying the record but sometimes mm-hmm. i just like want to cook eggs sure and like listen mm-hmm. to some noise in the background right so i'm gonna i'm gonna hunker down and like <laughs> really give all my old records a listen it's hard i mean i'm behind i'm like three weeks behind on this album a day thing like i'm oh about gosh. to do a video where i'm like hey by the way here's the last 15 i listened to to make up for time like it's gonna be insane yeah but like i completely understand what you're saying like i'm I'm not a comedian. I'm an actor. I'm a writer and stuff. I write comedy, but like yeah. not a stand-up. So I'm interested in how you analyze comedy when you're listening to it. Because I listen to it, yeah, for joke structure, probably for similar stuff. Mm-hmm. But you're listening to, I think I kind of ignore the audience reaction because I don't have to care about it. Well, I'm listening to it for, so I'm listening to it for the joke structure. You know, I'm like, like an example, like a Bob Newhart album. I think I have one. Mm-hmm. But like. I'm listening to him for the structure. I'm listening to his voice. I'm mm-hmm. listening to the way he says things. And then, yeah, I think, too, is I'm listening to the audience's reaction and what that person said, like, how the reaction to it was, and then the historic, to me, like, the historic, like, uh, placement of that. Like, what mm-hmm. is that in history? How that was considered funny or that okay. was considered racy or that was considered sure. whatever it was back in like 1964 okay or whatever album i'm listening to so i i like to go a little like i have a couple more layers into what i'm listening to so that's why i feel like for me i'm like it's not gonna be enjoyable i'm gonna be like oh i just gonna relax i'm like yeah i gonna like sit it's homework yeah it's homework it's a little bit of homework i I mean i will I, i will at least suggest and i can send you if you if you need them uh, I have most of Rusty Warren's albums, and she's interesting to listen to, if only because you can hear her develop over her, God, 12 or 13, however many albums she had. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many. Gra- and, like, just to listen to this lady who was, d- it again, it seems like kind of ordinary now, like that a, that a woman would be talking about sex. That's all she's talking about. She's just talking about, hey, ladies, we all like sex, right? She doesn't even say, like, I could get fucked. She's like, we like sex, right? I know there's that dirty word. And then she'll do a little song about sex. And, like, it's so innocent. But, like, she had, like, an audience of housewives who didn't talk about sex with their husbands, who didn't talk about sex at all, and yeah. were told they weren't allowed to think about it half the time. And, like, she's talking about this shit and getting into the psychology of it without even giving up the ghost about it. She just seems like she's just doing this goofy, fun show. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, she's one of my favorites, and also she's just kind of, I don't know, she's kind of brilliant. Why she's also she, still around. Why she's is awesome. she not, like, uh, like, I mean, I actually just heard about her mm-hmm. because uh, my friend had gone to, a, like, a, a documentary screening of like women in comedy of like a thing mm-hmm. about female comedians. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'd never really, I've never heard of her before. Yeah, right. So I'm wondering like what we've all heard of like Phyllis Diller and sure. Joan Rivers. Yeah. So why not her? Well, my theory based on talking to her, cause I interviewed her a while back mm-hmm. and she said, yeah, Johnny Carson wouldn't let me on cause he didn't like that. I was dirty. And that could have, that would have catapulted her to be, she would have had her own TV show and shit, you know? Yeah. And I think asshole like Johnny Carson shut her down. I think that's I basically what it is. Huge yeah. Unfortunately, it's funny as hell, but yeah. unfortunately I think he was a big sexist. Oh, I know he was a sexist. Yeah. Like he literally like called out Lily Tomlin for being gay, like without saying it. He basically outed her in the shittiest possible way. Like, oh, here you're what? not married or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. He did this on air and the same guy did not let Rusty Warren on his show. And there's no reason not to. 
Yeah. I honestly, if I listen to it, I've compared to that to Joan Rivers' early album, just as good. Totally different type of material, but just as good. Or like a <laughs> Phyllis Diller. Phyllis Diller's got more energy than anybody. But yeah. but I would say like if you want to go Joan Rivers, who was like Johnny Carson's like one woman he liked. You know, it, it was yeah. like yeah, it's weird to me. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird that he just had like one woman that he liked, mm-hmm. and you're like, why do you just have one lady that yeah. you like appreciate? Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, that or starlets you know i mean that's his next thing you know yeah. of course you know he's a dirty old man probably i'm saying all <laughs> well, this slanderous dead. shit like it's so like i don't mean to just shit on a man's reputation he obviously had a big influence whatever i'm saying i do think that's probably the reason that rusty warren doesn't have isn't that crazy to think that like one person back then had control mm-hmm. and now it's like no one sure yeah absolutely right like uh, uh i you know there's there's a half a chance i could get on a late night show and i'm not even a comedian you know what i mean yeah. like if, if i did enough promo cool cat's now sitting on the Whoopi goldberg album that's fun hi lilu lilu she makes appearances on the show regularly because she's the loudest one of Come the two <laughs> i love I, I like uh, i switch modes when animals around them just like yeah I'll just be like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God, there's a cat here. <laughs> Today I had my dog's butt squeezed. Oh, fun. That sounds, yeah. that must have been great for your dog. I mean, it's healthy, right? But it's, it's healthy. I mean, her, she used to get it done too much, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. in an inordinate amount of time. Does this done. creep its way into your stand-up act? Because no, that's the most yet. L.A. shit on the planet. <laughs> I do get my dog's butt milk. Um, <laughs> no, it hasn't yet. I think my, um. so I share custody of, okay, Lilo, really? <laughs> wow, shade. Okay. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, but uh, I share custody with my ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And uh, can you guys feel my eye roll? <laughs> and uh, he decided to take matters into his own hands mm-hmm. and tried to milk her himself. Oh, no. No, no, <laughs> And I no. think he broke her butt. Oh, God. Because, like, like, I came to get her and I was like, she smells horrific and he's like yeah whatever and i was like what did you do to her and yeah so i've had to like get her (laughs) squeezed like oh my god that poor thing once every two weeks that's insane it's too much wow uh (laughs) i don't know how i move off of that at all (laughs) this is gonna be a good would you okay here's a question that i have this has never occurred to me before but would you consider like as a just a thing let's say somebody's like here i'm gonna give you the money to make this would you make a party album would you make like the filthiest possible thing in your style i'm already kind of like that (laughs) i don't know i mean well okay i didn't get to listen to all of your new album i apologize for that but i was like it's like okay i can see that there's some dirty stuff and i did not assume this was an influence this obviously wasn't right but i don't know like it's it's (laughs) it's also well formatted comedy you know what i'm saying Like, like party albums aren't always that like Red Fox's first album is great. Do you know what? Uh, not all that dirty. Everybody always says he's dirty. His first album wasn't that dirty. Yeah. But track to track, there's not a lot of transitions. It's literally just like you, like it's to the point where you could have a drummer doing rim shots on the stage, that kind of shit. And I do wonder if anybody could do that now and make it funny. I feel like that's a gimmick, but I do also think somebody could do it. I mean, it's. Just, I just think we listen differently now. We don't listen yeah. together anymore. Also true. We don't listen together. We don't really watch things together anymore. Yeah. Like, no one goes to the movies mm-hmm. to watch. I mean, even if you're watching with strangers, like, I was watching um, Ali Wong's special, mm-hmm. uh, Baby Cobra, which was amazing. I need to see that. And I didn't laugh once, uh-huh. but I knew it was the funniest thing I'd seen. Do you right. know what I mean? Yep, I do. But if I'd been there with 20 people. 100%. Oh, my God. Yeah. We would have just laughed all day. Yeah. And, you know, so I feel like... 
it bums it really bums me out because we're just like very much isolated doing our own things mm-hmm. and we're not going out and like you know i think that's why i enjoy comedy and the live aspect of it mm-hmm. more so than i i mean I, I still love acting and i love movies and television and doing that stuff but the live audience stuff is just so much it's so much more fulfilling for sure and i just feel like it could i just think that it couldn't sustain itself yeah the like party album because no one just no one's at parties listening to albums your party's getting drunk it's very true listening to music and making out mm-hmm. on top of dryers and that stuff. is true we did not mention by the way speaking of what happens at parties but there's also music on this yes. album which i assume is him singing it's distant it's just distant (laughs) and it doesn't sound like the same person and if it is not a bad voice at all i mean you know i guess compared there's a that's what i'm saying also yeah it's like it's so far away it sounds like he's in a different room singing if it's him it probably was i mean it's throwing me and i'm i like i'm thinking how they even like recorded this or like Mm -hmm. i'm just like (laughs) where was this recorded yeah what like dinner (laughs) theater was this (laughs) And then he probably just like does like this, you know, just like this musical number in the middle of a show. And uh, it uh, it's such a weird album. Yeah. I just was like this is just something fun and weird. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, no, I'm glad you I I'm glad you picked it again based on the weirdness. But I'm also glad that we don't have to necessarily go out of our way to to say, "Hey, pick this sucker up." But I mean, do it, you don't need tubby boots. Maybe you do want tubby boots in your life. Also, maybe. what a great what a great stage name. It's a solid name. Uh, you know what? Let's let's talk about your other influences before before we go because I do we didn't really get too much into that. Like who are who are your big comics? Um, my big comics. I mean, it changes mm-hmm. a lot, but I think okay. The, so the comics that started me doing stand up, not necessarily that mm-hmm. I like anymore. Sure. Um, I took a class when I was fifteen doing stand up because I'd seen Dane Cook's Half Hour. Okay. Um, and it was like before. Like his all like before he blew up, it was like that sure. harmful of swallowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it harmful of swallowed? I, I, think, I think so. so. Like that album cover with the green and him as a kid. It was mm-hmm. a really weird album. Yeah, cover. yeah, yeah. Um, was him and but I'd always liked stand up. Like I remember, you know, like Maria Bamford's first like half hour sure, special, sure. which I loved. Um, I was always like. <laughs> As a kid, I was like renting Gallagher a lot. <laughs> like I don't know why, I just oh liked God. it. And um, like I remember, yeah, like that that memory just like rushed into my brain and mm-hmm. was like, remember we used to do this? And I was like, oh, <laughs> I forgot I used to do that when I was like six or seven. <sighs> um, but I always loved comedy. I loved stand up, and then I stopped because I became I became obsessed with Al Pacino. So I was like, I want to be a filmmaker. Now. Okay. All right. So I was like, I'm gonna, I thought I was going to be a musician, a singer-songwriter mm-hmm. for most of my teenage, young adult life. Did stand-up when I was 15. I was like, this is really fun. Mm-hmm. I want to do this, but I'm 15. No one will let me go on stage sure. at bars, so I'll stop. Yeah. Then I became obsessed with Al Pacino and was like, I'm going to make movies. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. So I went to film school, and when I was in film school- I'm so sorry. I also went to Florida. Did you? Where'd yeah. you go? <laughs> Columbia College, Chicago. I went to uh, Mass Art. In okay, so it's, you know, just saying. Yeah, it's uh, like if you guys want to get into film, just, just be a PA. And yep. Figure it out. Yep. Um, but uh, so then I was in London, and this was 2008, and 
um, someone showed me Russell Brand. And I was like, oh, I remember doing this. Uh-huh. This is really fun. I'm going to do this again. Uh-huh. So when I got back to the States, I did it in Boston, and then I just never stopped. Wow. Yeah. All but right. Th- to be fair, like, those guys just, like, pushed me into it. I wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily that I was like, oh, they're the best. But, like, sure, they pushed me into it. But, like, um, influence as far as, like, I feel like I do. I do a lot of story. Like, more, like, fun storytelling. Mm-hmm. I like to be really fun and silly. Like, um, I remember... Sarah Silverman, um, she came out with her Jesus is Magic, and I like went <laughs> to the um, premiere of it at the Boston oh, Jewish really? Film Festival. That's awesome. Okay. And I remember I like met her, and I was like, what, what, what would you say to someone doing stand-up? And she's like, just keep doing it. And mm-hmm. I was like, ah, I don't know what to, to do with that. <laughs> now as a comedian, I'm like, oh, I get it. Yep. Like That makes yep. complete and total sense. Um, so like I remember seeing that, and I loved that. Um, I love Sarah. Maria Bamford is still always such a huge influence. Sure. Um, I'm real. I really love Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kyle Kinane is probably one of my favorites too. Oh God, too. he's way too good. Oh my he's God, way he's too so good. Smart. He's so smart. He's so smart. So fun. And I think like this, my style is. I think I get a lot of influence from more of those storytelling long form long form comedians yeah versus like the um short like emo phillips or um uh god what's his name <laughs> one liner from boston oh uh Stephen Stephen Wright. Wright. Yeah, Wright. sure i mean i respect that but it's sure. like it's not i'm i don't connect i always liked i always like comedy that could like connect mm-hmm. with the person and yeah like oh ali wong special was yeah so great and just watching that i was like oh I have a lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need so to see that. Work. I do need to see that, actually. Oh, it's so There's good. so much good shit on Netflix, honestly. There's a it was lot of good. It was, I had to cleanse my palate because I watched someone else's special. <laughs> Another lady's special. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I got 10 minutes in, and I was like, I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to be supportive of women. Oh, my women, God. I'm trying so hard. To, my bro- the, the wheels are moving. I'm like, trying to figure out who it could be. <laughs> uh, you'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Uh, um, uh, so, okay. So, let's... I always do this, so I have to ask you, uh, why would you recommend listening to Tubby Boots? Why would I recommend listening to Tubby Boots? Well, first of all, the Tubby Boots is you and me. Tubby Boots is all of us. Uh, his name is Tubby Boots, and he's such a weird-looking person. Mm-hmm. And look, it's not going to be... It's not the most fun comedy album mm-hmm. you've been on. Mm-hmm. It's not the, a ride, but... It's a good glimpse into history and then to to the uh the the um the hustling side of comedy. Absolutely. That not all stand up is fame and riches. That's true. And your own Comedy Central specials, which I have and <laughs> um you know, and uh T V and film movies. Sometimes it's just it's work in the circuit. Yeah. And I think people forget about the circuits. There that is are, true. There are there are circuits I didn't even know existed, mm-hmm. and people work them and they make a lot of money doing it, and they're content with doing with that being their work. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's absolutely perfect. Yeah, I mean, you, again, you can't discount it on on that level. You discount it all you want once you hear it, but yeah, you can't discount it, it on a, like, on a basic. Oh, this is shit. And yeah, I'll be like, yeah. But it's still it's still a hard work and art. One assumes hard working. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, well, okay. I'm so sure Tubby Boots was a hard worker. I, I'm sure it seems like it. Uh, now, do, do you have anything coming up urgently where I should release this soon? Or well, my comedy album is out. Yes. 
Um, it's called Jay Z's new album, mm-hmm. and you can get it on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on uh, in a month, I will be shooting my first Comedy Central special. Awesome. The half hours, um, which is very exciting, and yeah, and then I'll just I'll be in May. I'll be in um. Uh, Vegas for the Crapshoot Comedy Festival. And then in beginning of June, I'll be in San Francisco for the uh, Clusterfest. Awesome. Comedy Festival. So. Do you get to name your Comedy Central special or is it just your It's name? just called it's just... The Half Hour. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's interesting. Half Hour Presents, I think. Or it's it, like, mm-hmm. they kind of renamed it. They put like a the in mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll be, and I'm uh, I'm shooting it on the 21st. Mm-hmm. Um is and it here or elsewhere? It's in New Orleans. It's in New Orleans. Ooh, yeah. that's awesome. That yeah. sounds like fun. It's super. I'm so pumped. Well done. Thank you. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, how about Twitter? Jenny Zagrino. Everything's Jenny Zagrino. Easy enough. E- I make it easy for well people. Well done. That is not always easy. Yeah. I do it the wrong way. I do my first initial and last name like it's a fucking bank email. It makes <laughs> no sense. I'm an idiot. Underscores everywhere. Uh, yeah, luckily I, I got around that, but I still like why I'm- it's a long story. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for introducing me to Tubby Boots. Thank you. Um, thank you for the Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, of course. I hope you enjoy it. I'm I think it's a lot it. of fun. It's not like, like I said, like it's not like stand up, but it's so much fun to listen to. Just she, she's kind of heartbreaking in some of it. Oh, but, she's but I so like good. That. It's so good. Like good kind of heartbreaking. It's, it's like, a good album. I like anyone that can like weave a story. That's the thing too. Mm-hmm. With Baby Cobra is it's a whole narrative. Yeah, which I love. I okay. feel like. That's a good album. That's a Complex. good comedian who can make that our narrative. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's That's great. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for thank doing this. Thank you so this. much for having me. Thank you guys for listening. And as always, have a good thing. Comedy on Vinyl is a production of Stolen Dress Entertainment. It is produced by Mike Warden and is hosted and edited by Jason Klom. Our theme song was composed and performed by Richard Levinson. Please visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, and if you like us, give us a five-star rating and a nice review. You can find us on Facebook.com slash Comedy on Vinyl, Twitter at Comedy on Vinyl, and find everything else at ComedyOnVinyl.com. A major portion of Comedy on Vinyl has been underwritten by Stand Up Records. Please visit StandUpRecords.com for all your comedy needs and tune into the new Stand Up channel available on the Roku, where you can also find select episodes of this podcast. 